she sleep really long last night. So it's not going to be such a long nap. So what you can do is maybe you only have 25 or 30 minutes to get work done. Dip into those 25, 30 minute tasks instead of starting an hour long tasks and you only get, you know, five or 10 minutes into it. So break it down. This is again, like such a big game changer. Look at both of those, your five to 25, 30 minute tasks, and then your hour plus and know which ones you're going to show up and into when you put your baby down and you have those nap windows game changer. Tag me when you do these because you're going to love this. And then, like I said, the last two tips that I want to share, be flexible and adaptable. There's so many times when you think your baby's going to sleep for an hour or more and they sleep for like five minutes or they don't take the nap and you're like, oh my God, there goes my work hour. So just know like this is such a precious time and you do have to be flexible and adaptable, which is why the next tip that I'm going to give you is so important, which is outsourcing and delegating. This one is for all of you busy working mamas out there. Today's episode is all about making the most of limited time. And if you're anything like me, then you are running the house, you're running a business, you got the babies, you got school, you got summer coming up, you have all these things that you're juggling, not to even mention travel, maybe helping out a spouse and helping him run some departments of his world. So today I wanted to dive into what some of these strategies are and tactics are that help me as a working mom. But most importantly, how do I make the most of the limited time that I do have? So I want to dive in and first talk about really acknowledging that it's such a unique challenge that we face as mompreneurs that we have to do all of these pieces. And when I say have to, I mean, if you're really looking to show up as the entrepreneur or as the business owner or have a career and be a mom and maybe you're a spouse, right? You're wearing a lot of hats. So we have to, that part that we do have to do if we want to do that and show up for all of those pieces is be effective and have effective time management and effective productivity and have the strategies in place. And this is why I always talk about system strategy support, because this has to be part of your world if you're looking to really be a high performer in all of these areas, be the mom that's there for all the games, be the supportive spouse, be the woman that shows up for her clients or her career in business, like all of the things, right? So I want to share with you the goal of this episode is to give you actionable steps, like real steps that you can put into practice and that you can maximize your productivity and manage effectively, right? We want effectively... And we want to be able to implement this right away. 
right? To find your work-life wellness as a mompreneur. And you know what? Maybe you aren't even a mom yet, but you're like, I want to learn how to step into high performance. I want to step into learning how to juggle all the different hats that I wear because life is not easy, you guys. And if it was, it wouldn't be, if we were going after these like really big things in life, it wouldn't be challenging at all. So if you feel this way, I just want to acknowledge you, number one. And number two, let you know that you're not alone, right? You're not alone in stepping into this next best version or level of yourself. You're not alone if you feel overwhelmed. You're not alone if you feel like, oh my gosh, Sandy, how do you do this? How do I do this? How do we do this, right? because we're in this together. So I just want to acknowledge you and let you know that it is challenging. It's supposed to be. It's going to be challenging if you're setting yourself up in areas for high performance to excel in every single area. Okay. And that's why the goal of this episode is to give you actionable steps, tips, hacks, whatever you want to call them, for you to maximize your productivity and manage your time efficiently. Because again, it's not easy, but it is possible. And this is why I want to give you these steps to help you do that. So the first thing is let's dive into understanding the mompreneurship lifestyle, right? Like let's talk about the challenges because you guys know if you're a mom and you're listening to this, like I can't tell you how often I get messages about Sandy, like how do you run your business and have this, you know, all like these other relationships, like with my girlfriends, with being able to do the pageant, with whatever, traveling and being able to see my family, right? Like the juggle is real. And this is a topic of conversation, right? We have to talk about it's not easy. Okay. Because I actually posted and I have a, a totally free group. It's called productivity hacks for ambitious women. And one of the questions that I asked in the group was, what do you find like as a mompreneur, as a woman in business and as a mom, what do you find as a topic that is not talked about? Or maybe it's taboo. Like what is that for you? And some of the, wo- the women in the group said, um, you know, I, they wish that they had more help. Uh, they wish they had like a nanny or that like the, like how amazing it is to be able to have all these different roles and responsibilities. So I just want to highlight the importance of recognizing the value ends because there's value and there's so much value in being, being able to wear these hats, right? It is a privilege for me to be able to be the mom to my boys and the wife to my husband and the mentor and the coach to my clients. Like I do not for one second, take any of that for granted, but there's also limitations to how much time that we have to get to whatever you want to say, spend in those areas. Because I know for me, in order to be the best mom that I can be, I am not working 24-7. I am so against hustle culture. If you know me, if you've listened to any of my content before, I am all about making our minutes full and being able to show up for our kids and our spouses and our life and our own self-care and wellness, right? So the first thing that I want to highlight is number one, that yes, it is challenging, but it's totally possible. And number two, let's recognize that there are limitations because we don't have just endless amount of time to be able to spend, you know, just 
in our business. And I know that. And when I became a mom, that was one of the biggest realizations for me. Oh my gosh, I went from being everything all me all the time to now I've got to run the business and the home and the kids and myself and my husband and the travel and the events and the birthdays and like on and on and on, right? But that's a privilege. And I am so grateful for that privilege. But in recognizing that there's limitations and timelines to this, I have been able to find hacks and tips and strategies that allow me to work smarter, not harder and show up. And in my opinion, I actually get way more done now after having babies with my business than I did before when I just had all the time in the world and I could like slack off and get things done when I needed to. So I'm telling you that being a mom and, and wearing all these hats is actually a superpower. Okay. So we're going to dive into how do you really maximize and utilize all of these different tips and tools. So the second part of this that I want to get into is priority, prioritizing tasks and goals, right? Like having your priorities in order. And there's so many different like techniques or methods for setting priorities and identifying like where you got to show up. But what I want to talk to you about is how do we prioritize these tasks? How do you do it? I'll tell you how I do it. I look at what's most important. Like, where do I need to show up, right? So like, there's two different buckets for this. There's urgent, like this has to get done right now. Like Jake has a, um, I'm just giving you an example. Jake has a field day tomorrow at school. And I know it's urgent for me to get out his towels, his extra clothes, uh, you know, all the things that he needs for this because it's happening tomorrow. So that's something that urgent that needs to happen you know, I mean, not this second immediately, but it's happening tomorrow. And then the second part of this is what is important to you? Because for me, growing my business, being able to fulfill to my clients and show up in this way that's super powerful is important to me. But so is being that mom, that present mom that gives my spouse and my kids quality time. So you have to first identify what those pillars are for you. And what I would suggest is you pick three to four pillars, pick three to four pillars where you show up and you prioritize every single day. So I want you to like take out a piece of paper or your phone, wherever, you know, don't do this if you're driving, but like take out a piece of paper and jot these, these four pillars down. What are those for you? Is it yourself and your self-care? Is it your community? Is it your family? Is it your business? Is it, uh, I don't know, it could be anything. It could be um, an organization or a charity that you um, are very much in alignment with and that is part of your um, priorities, right? So write those down and then figure out what goes into those buckets, okay? So what does that look like for you? And then... And then what you're going to do is you're going to identify where you're showing up because like balance, you guys, and I've talked about this before, work-life balance means everything's equal. And I know for me, there is not one day where my life is balanced. It's not like 50% family, 50% work. Like some days, like today I got my hair done. You guys know I come to you half the time in a ponytail and like three day old hair, <laughs> but today I got my hair done and then I came back and I... I'm sitting here doing the podcast and then I'm going to jump into mom mode. But like you have to know what those pillars are that you're showing up in so you can clearly identify where you are showing up. Okay. So that's the next step to this. And then the final step is focus on the tasks 
that align with the long-term personal and professional goals and not just like what you can grab at and achieve right now. And I think that it's really important to highlight that, you know, the way that we attain success, it's not massive mountain moving activities every single day. It is step after step after step, day after day after day that you take and the consistency that allows you to get the desired results that you're looking for. So this is why you got to know your pillars, because if you're focusing on pillars that aren't in alignment with where you are and where you want to go, something's going to be off for you and you're going to feel burnt out, stressed out, like all the things that we want to step away from. Okay. So highlight the importance of focusing on the items, the pillars that are going to move you forward where you want to go long-term. Okay. So that's the second piece of this, prioritizing your tasks, prioritizing your goals, knowing where you're showing up, what's important to you, and then how are you going to do it, right? You got to have that plan in place. So that's part two. Now, part three, and what I'm going to do is like at the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you um, the tools and the actual applications that my team and I use in our business every single day, in my business every single day. I'm saying our because it's my team. Um, so the next thing I want to share with you is time management strategies. And there are time management strategies. There, There's like, they go on and on and on, right? Like there's so many different ones that you can put into place. But I want to talk to you about a few of them that have been really, really effective and efficient in my business. And it's important that we have both, right? We need to have, we need it to be effective and we need it to be efficient. So time blocking is one of them. And time blocking is something that where you chunk, right? Like you chunk your time and similar tasks together. So like, for example, I'm sitting here and I'm doing my podcast. So I would sit here and I could time block. I could batch uh, produce, batch record five episodes, you know, 20 to 30 minutes an episode, do, you know, three to four and just get a month's worth of podcast episodes done at one time. That is an option. That would be part of time blocking, right? That's an example. Another one is to create a schedule. I'm just giving you kind of like a few different ideas of time management strategies because I use them in different places in my business and for different reasons. So I'm just kind of giving you some examples and then you can take them and implement where you need them, but just like know thyself, know where it's going to be best for you to show up and implement these. Are you ready to join a group of high performance women who are committed to continuous growth, working smarter, not harder, and who know that it's important to invest in themselves so they get to show up in all the areas that mean the most to them? If you know you want it all, the business, babies, body, and bank, then look no further than the High Performance Accelerator Academy. This is where women who want more come together to learn the systems, strategy, and support to take their lives to the next level. You are surrounded by a community of women who are dedicated to their success, but know that burnout and overwhelm don't have to be a part of it. If you're ready to invest in the next level version of yourself, check out the High Performance Accelerator Academy at sandraglant.com forward slash academy. I'm going to give that link to you one more time. It's sandraglant.com forward slash academy. I can't wait to see you inside.
For me, another strategy that I use um, in terms of time management is creating schedules. Now, you guys, I have schedules for everything. You've seen my organization board. You see I've got schedules for the kids and my working hours and pick up drop off hours. And those schedules change from from like season to season, meaning like summer schedule is different than school time schedule, right? Or like spring break schedule or you get what I'm saying. Okay. So having a schedule, like a set schedule that everybody knows and everybody follows is going to support you immensely. Like I can't even begin to explain to you how much it's going to streamline everything, support you, the time that you have in each one of those pillars. Like you've got to get a schedule. You have to, if you don't have a schedule, it's going to be impossible to be mompreneur, wife, mom life, work life, all the things. So you got to get a schedule. Okay. And you got to start time blocking so you can actually maximize your time. And then the other thing that goes with the schedules is establishing a routine. What does the morning routine look like? What does the evening routine look like? Like I have routines for every, like, like the bookends of my days, but when I get up my morning routines, before I go to bed, my nighttime routine. And I want to share something powerful with you. And that is a planner download. And this is something that you can, all you got to do is go into the show notes. You're going to see this in the show notes and you're going to just click the link. And this will take you to a printable downloadable version of a Slayer Day daily planner. So you can print one out every single day. My preference, what I love to do is actually print it out, laminate it, and then you can either, or actually another great tip, because like I love to laminate and then use like the, um, the actually have right here behind me, the um, wet erase markers, okay? The wet or the dry erase markers, either one is fine. Or another option would be on your iPad, right? Like on my iPad, I can just have this and then just jot down every single one of the components that go into this. Now, this is a one-sheeter. This is a one-sheeter about what are your top priorities? What do you need to get done that day? This is in alignment with this, with my Slay Your Day book, with the coaching, with the practices that I teach. So hit up the show notes and make sure you grab your free downloadable planner, Slay Your Day planner. So that's going to be in the show notes. Make sure you grab yours there. So the next and final thing that I want to share with you in terms of like time management strategies are setting specific time windows. And this is going to be really, really powerful for my moms that like are on limited schedules where, you know, the kids are in school and you only have like work hour windows, or maybe this is like where this all started for me was when like Jake was home from school or not home from school. Like Jake wasn't even in school yet. And I knew I only had windows like when he was napping or like if the nanny was here or my in-laws were here and I could get like an hour's worth of work done, like what was I doing? So I want to give you some examples of like early mornings, some, some tips that you can use for this and then nap time routines because like your girl lived off those nap time routines. Like that was my self-care time. If I needed a nap, that was my time to catch up on like anything in the house or work or emails or whatever it was. Right. So I want to give you, I want to give you first some early morning tips and then some nap time tips for specifically for like time windows and time blocking. So number one, you guys know this about me now. I wake up early. I get up at five o'clock. I have my set wake up routine. 
right? So I'm kind of putting one and two together because my number one tip is wake up earlier. I know you don't want to hear this. I didn't want to hear it either when I was waking up at like, I don't know, seven or eight o'clock. I did not want to hear you got to wake up earlier, but it's a game changer. I knew that that was the thing that was going to change everything. My business, the time with my husband, the time with my kids, like that was the one needle mover that blew everything else out, like out of the water. So like, that's why I say this one's so important. So wake up earlier, set your alarm clock. So you have extra time in the morning to get up. Like when I get up in the morning, I have my gym clothes already set out. I have my contacts set out. I know like the protein shake that I'm drinking that morning. I have my BCAAs because I work out in the morning. And you guys, for all of this stuff, like any of my gym equipment or like the BCAAs that I take, my supplements, it's all on my Amazon page. Like I created an Amazon storefront. So if you go on my Instagram, there's a little like drop down tab and you click it and it says Amazon favorites. And there's like mom hacks in there. And like, there's just so much good stuff in there. You gotta go check it out. Um, so wake up earlier, get your day started before anyone else is awake in the house and take advantage of that uninterrupted time. It'll be a game changer. It's the thing that you need to hear. I know you don't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it, but it changed everything and get the day started before anybody else. So that's number one. Number two, and I've already kind of talked about this is establish a morning routine. So you gotta have the routine because guess what? The motivation isn't going to last forever. The motivation might last a week if you're lucky. You're motivated. You get up. You're excited to work out because now it's a new thing. And then guess what? Discipline that needs to kick in. But you gotta you gotta support the discipline with your routines. So have the morning routine. Maybe for you it's meditation. For me it's exercise and stretching. Uh, maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's breath work. Like focus on the thing that's going to fuel you, that's going to energize you, and get your day started off on the right foot. I don't know what that is for you. For me, like I said, it's waking up, uh, working out, doing a little bit of stretching. If I have time, PMF mat, some journaling. Like after I get Jake out the door in the morning, if Jordy's still asleep. So establish a morning routine. I'll do a whole episode on this so you guys can like really dive deep into it, but get your morning routine for sure. Lock that in. Now, the next thing, number three, is to prioritize important tasks. So identify your most important tasks for the day. Now, the key to this is doing this the night before. Okay. So when you shut your day down for the day, this is what I do about three o'clock, about three, three thirty, depending on the day. I, when I, before I shut my workday down for the day, I write down what three things I need to accomplish for the next day. This is in my book, Slay Your Day. This is going to be in your planner. This is what you need to focus on. So when you start your next day, you know exactly where you're going to start and what you're going to tackle first. Okay. So this is where you are able to really focus in on those needle moving activities and what you got to get done for the day. So Number three, identify your most important tasks for the day, identify those early and have them on your radar. Number four, this is a big one for all of my moms who work at home. Same with me. I have my own office, but there was a time when my office was like the bedroom. Okay. So number four is minimize distractions. You don't want the baby like on the floor and like playing while you're working or like on phone calls while you're trying to send out emails or you're with your kids and you're trying to send out emails. Like you guys just don't do it. It's not worth it. 
it's you have to minimize the distractions. So turn off your notifications, silence your phones, find a quiet space, like all of these things are really going to boost your productivity and help you to just limit all those distractions. And if you really, really need help with it, there's apps and uh, websites that can actually help you to turn off all the notifications and block them from you so you don't get distracted if you get distracted easily. So number four, minimize the distractions. Number five, you got to fuel your body and minds. Like one of the biggest things that, and, and I was a, I was a culprit of this. I would just like work all day and not fuel my body. Like I wouldn't eat lunch. Um, I would like just work through lunchtime. So I would have breakfast and then like skip through lunch and then dinner would come. And then I just would be such in crazy dinner mode trying to get the kids their dinner. So I kind of really wouldn't even eat dinner. Like it was just a bad cycle. So now I really prioritize that I have meals that are prepared for us. All I got to do is heat them up. I don't have to cook them. They're just already made for me. Um, and I'm fueling with the right food. Like that is very important to say. Like you have to fuel your body with the right kind of food so you have the energy. See, there was a notification that just went off. My phone was down, but I just had to silence that. Um, you have to fuel your body and your mind, right? Like you need to be able to fuel, if you're going to be working and high performer, you've got to fuel your body and your minds with the good stuff, with, you know, the quality food, with the quality nutrients or vitamins, water, like that's, you guys know, that's my weakness. So again, make sure that you're really just fueling your body and your mind with the right stuff. Okay. Now I want to talk about nap times because this, the nap time is the like, working from home mom's secret sauce. Okay. So I want to give you just a couple tips and then we're going to skip to the fourth part of this. That's really going to blow your mind and be a game changer for all of you. So nap time schedules. Okay. Number one, sync your schedule. So take note when your baby naps, like I know for me, Jordy naps about around two o'clock every single day. So I'll get an hour where I know that is just focus. very focused, clear time where there's no distractions from him. Okay. So know your baby's nap schedule. If you have more than one child at home, I know it can be difficult, but try and find that succinct time where you can really focus on getting that alignment for yourself. Now, the next thing is going to be, you're going to be like, okay, Sandy, you're talking about nap times, but like, why is this in here? Well, I'll tell you, take breaks where you need them right? You can't just go all these hours and then nap time comes, you know, you're like with your kids or you're working and then nap time comes and then you just keep going. You have to be able to give yourself at least a five minute break in between. Maybe when your baby has lunch, you go have lunch with your baby and then you put the baby down and then, you know, that's your time to like, just go do a five minute stretch. I love the Peloton app. That's where I do my stretching. Um, I actually where I do all my workouts minus my trainer. Um, but this allows you to make progress, um, you know, and have that time to kind of just like unplug, you know? So that's really important that you have that, that time to just like unplug and focus on you. Um, the other thing that I want to mention is to break tasks into smaller chunks. Okay. Those really big projects that you're like, I just want to get in there and get them done and like put my head down and work and get it finished. It's going to probably not end up so well. So break your tasks into smaller chunks. And this is going to be able, this is going to allow you to break it down into more manageable bite-sized pieces, right? So 
this will really allow you to see more progress. And during those nap times, let's say it's like a shorter nap time, you're not like hard on yourself. You're not hard on yourself to say, oh my God, I didn't get this like two hour long project done or hour long project done. You're beating yourself up. No, you are able to break it down and just take it little milestone by milestone. And that will be a game changer. Now, the next two things uh, that I want to share. Okay. This one's actually going to go with the tip that I just gave you. So I'm going to give you this one first. This is like magical game changer. Okay. So this is something that I implemented after I had Jake. So most of the tasks that we do, it's kind, they're kind of like ongoing, right? You're like, I do it until I finish it. What I want you to do, what I want you to start to like focus on, really focus on is acknowledging how long it takes to do your tasks. So you have the tasks that take maybe like an hour plus, and then you have other tasks that are maybe like between the five to 25, maybe 30 minute mark. This is where it gets exciting. Okay. Let's say you put your baby down, right? And you're like, okay, I'm going to start working and maybe it's the long task or you're looking at the shorter task, whichever one, doesn't matter. Well, we all know life doesn't go according to plan because that's my next step is be flexible and adaptable. But for this specific tip that I want to give you, know which tasks you want to dive into. Do you want to dive into, and you can base this, you guys know, as a mom, you know, like if your baby's going to sleep a little bit longer, were you out in the sun and you know, he or she's going to sleep longer? Uh, did he or she sleep really long last night? So it's not going to be such a long nap. So what you can do is maybe you only have 25 or 30 minutes to get work done. Dip into those 25, 30 minute tasks instead of starting an hour long tasks and you only get, you know, five or 10 minutes into it. So break it down. This is again, like such a big game changer. Look at both of those, your five to 25, 30 minute tasks, and then your hour plus and know which ones you're going to show up and in, into when you put your baby down and you have those nap windows game changer. Tag me when you do these because you're going to love this. And then, like I said, the last two tips that I want to share, be flexible and adaptable. There's so many times when you think your baby's going to sleep for an hour or more and they sleep for like five minutes or they don't take the nap and you're like, oh my God, there goes my work hour. So just know like this is such a precious time and you do have to be flexible and adaptable, which is why the next tip that I'm going to give you is so important, which is outsourcing and delegating. And what I want to say first to this is in the beginning, before I had anyone on my team, before I had, you know, any help, before I had anything outsourced, I didn't think I could afford it. I didn't think I could afford an assistant. I didn't think I could afford a VA. I didn't think I could afford anything. I just thought I had to do it all myself, which was costing me so much time and effort and energy and all the things like it actually cost me more to do it myself than it did outsourcing it. So I want to just first discuss the benefits of outsourcing and delegating tasks to save you time. Like it's literally going to save you time. It's going to make you money because this is what allows you to focus on the core business activities, the needle moving activities. Okay. And what I want to share with you about this is there's so many different ways to do this. And I'm actually going to break down. I think I have like nine, eight or nine different tips that I'm going to share with you about outsourcing and delegating. Um, but number one, you get so much 
more efficiency in your business. You know, by outsourcing and delegating, you are giving this work to professionals who can do it in way less time than you. Like I do not want to edit my videos. Like I take this video, I send it off to someone to edit it and make it look beautiful because that's their expertise. I don't do it. I would be sitting here and picking it apart and where do I break it up and what does it look like? Do not do this yourself, please. I'm telling you, if you need someone, message me and I'll give you my person because you just shouldn't be doing this. It's just a waste of time. And by assigning these like non-core tasks, non-core, non, right, that you don't have to do, you shouldn't be doing to external experts, it does two things for you. Number one, let's say you do it and you're like, it's average. It looks okay. I did a decent job. Maybe it looks like on a scale of one to 10, it looks like a five or a six. Not only is this going to save you time and money, but you can make more money and it's going to look phenomenal. Like my team that I outsource my stuff to makes it look a hundred times better than if I were to do it myself. So not only are you going to get increased efficiency, but you're going to save yourself so much time and not only that, but now you get to focus on the revenue generating activities, the big money moves. Shout out to big money moves. If you want to grab that training, sandragland.com forward slash big money. You can get that training and figure out what your big money moves are. The revenue generating activities that allow you to strategically move your business forward to prioritize the high value tasks that directly, like directly contribute to your business growth and success. Wouldn't you love that? Wouldn't you love to be able to just focus on the things that like allow your business to grow and scale and prosper? Yes, we all would. So stop doing these little things like making videos and making images and like all these things that you don't have to do it. Trust me, I did it in the beginning. I'm telling you because I want to save you time, money, energy, all the things. So just don't do that. And the other thing is it's going to not just save you money, but make you money. Because now, like I said, you're focusing on directly what those income producing activities are. And the best thing about it is you get someone that specializes, that specializes in that department, whether it's video editing or social media or writing newsletters or campaigns or whatever. Like know that there's someone else out there that can do it way better than you. And there's things that only you can do. And those are the things that you should be focusing on. So whether it's IT support, uh, digital marketing, customer service, um, Again, I'm, I'm just thinking about all the different things that I have my team focus on so I don't have to focus on it. So I'm actually going to give you a list. I made a list of, I don't know, there's probably 10 things on here that I want you to think about, like take a mental note and start to identify the tasks that you can start outsourcing or delegating. Okay. You ready for it? If you're ready for this, I want you to do me a quick favor. I want you to screenshot this episode right now. I want you to tag me at Sandy Glant and at Slay Your Day Official. And I want you to let me know that you're listening to this episode because there's so much value in this episode. I know that once we get to this final piece here, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to change your business and you're going to be so excited. So do me a favor screenshot this, share this with me and tag someone that needs to hear this episode. I would appreciate that so much. Sharing is caring and we've got to help all the busy, amazing working moms out there. So I want to give you a few of these. 
um, just a few insights that I want to share with you, different departments that you can start identifying to outsource or delegate. I'm going to just run down the list. Admin tasks. So like your data entry, your scheduling, your email management, bookkeeping and accounting, customer support. So this is like phone, email, live chat, uh, digital marketing, social media management, content creation, SEO, um, website development and maintenance. Like, oh my gosh, you guys, I do not want to have to build my own website. Neither should you. <laughs> Graphic design and multimedia production, content writing and copywriting, market research and competitor analysis, data entry and data management, virtual assistance and personal support, sales support. So lead gen appointment setting, and then any kind of like, uh, I would say this is more like, um, personal assistant or executive assistant work that could be like travel arrangements, itinerary management. So every single one of those that I just listed, and I'll put these uh, in the show notes as well. Every single one of those that I listed is something that you can outsource that somebody else can do that will save you so much time. Okay. And then the other thing, the last piece that I want to share with you um, in this particular section is where do you find these people? Cause you're like, Sandy, this is great. You're telling us all the things that we need to outsource or delegate, but I'll tell you for me, two of the places that I always go to look for, you know, a VA, um, someone to outsource or delegate is either Fiverr or Upwork and you spell Fiverr F I V E R R and then Upwork or freelancer.com. And you can connect with other, business professionals, freelancers that are looking to, you know, get work off these sites and you can hire them on a short-term basis. You can hire them on a long-term, you know, contract basis. One of my assistants in my business who makes all of my beautiful like PowerPoints and presentations, she has been with me for the past, I don't know, I want to say five or six years, found her on Fiverr Upwork. We connected and she's been working with me ever since. So great place to find phenomenal, um, resources and, and, uh, people that are really looking to, to be with you, to help you take this off of your plate. And then the other one that I want to mention is like professional networks. So you can tap into professional networks, industry associations, LinkedIn connections to seek recommendations for reliable contractors, virtual assistants, things like that. Refer referrals are always great. Like I share a lot of my, like inside my high performance accelerator Academy, I always share my resources with my women, whether it's a VA, uh, video outsourcing. I'm just trying to think there's like so, so much that I share with these ladies. So this is a quick plug for the High Performance Accelerator Academy if you are looking to get around other women that are high performers, looking to take their businesses to the next level, want to work less and make more, you got to check out the academy. Okay. Now the final piece of this, the final, final, final piece of this that I want to share with you is streamlining workflows and systems. One of my favorite words, you guys know I'm all about system strategy support. So we're going to talk systems. And I'm so excited because this is something that makes me so excited because if you really, truly want to work less and make more money, you've got to have these systems. You've got to have these systems in place where it's working for you. It's working for you even when you're not working. Automations, you have your system set for you and you have these strategies in place. So let's dive in. These are some of my favorites. And I also have a free download that I wanted to share with you. 
So this just reminded me. If you want a free download that is going to walk you through an entire automation training, you're going to want to head over, and I'm going to put this also in the show notes, to sandraglant.com forward slash automate. And this is an hour-long training where I walk you through all the different automations in my business and all the different automations you can have in your business that will allow you to streamline your business, work less hours, make more money, and not only that, but once you set it, you get to forget it. You set it, you forget it, and then you always have it. Amazing. Okay, so let's dive into these. I'm gonna go through these pretty fast because the training, the automations training, will cover these. So the first one is a project management software. We use um, Asana, there's Monday.com, there's Trello, and this just really helps to streamline your project management. So check those out. I've actually used all of them. I've used Asana, Trello, and Monday.com. I like them each for different reasons, um, but I'll say the one that I feel like was the most helpful was monday.com. That's my own That's my own two cents on that. The next thing is a customer relationship management software, your CRM, okay? Platforms like Salesforce, HubSpot. I use ConvertKit. This is like a place to centralize all of your customer data and information, automate sales processes, uh, customer relationship management, um, leading to more effective sales, right? And marketing activities. So you got to have a CRM. If you don't have it, check out the automation training. I share with you the one that we use and you have to have one. Hands down, if you have a business, you have to have a CRM. Number three, communication and collaboration tools. Okay, this is something called Slack. Have you ever heard of Slack? Microsoft Teams, Google Workspace. Personally, in our in my business and with my team, we use Slack. This is great for communication channels so nothing gets lost. So get yourself a good communication tool that you can get everybody on board with. The next thing is workflow automation tools, Zapier. Love this. This is the thing that like integrates all the different applications. So let's say, just I'm gonna give you a quick example. Inside my um, free Facebook group, Productivity Hacks for Ambitious Women, There is a software in there through Zapier that connects an Excel spreadsheet that goes to my ConvertKit. So it's like linking essentially two different applications to streamline the workflow for you to make it easier. You gotta have these. I mean, it's like Zapier is a game changer. Um, Number five, cloud storage and file sharing. We run our entire business, all of the like content, the videos, the images, everything through Google Drive and Dropbox. All of my team, they have their own folders, they're organized, they're dated, uh, they're labeled. um, So everything is very clearly marked in both Dropbox and Google Google Drive. Next thing is an email marketing software. Again, um, we use ConvertKit in the past. I've used MailChimp, there's Constant Contact. I love ConvertKit because as the business grows, it's just a better way to do all the different things within ConvertKit. You can segment, um, your customer list. You ha- can have email campaigns. We have drip campaigns. If you don't know what that is, it's like, like you get one email and then another and then another, then another. Um, I'm trying to kind of like break these things down. Um, it just makes the email marketing game so much more effective and efficient. 
So if you don't have that and you want the link to the one that I use, you can DM me and just say convert kit and I'll send it over to you. Um, the next thing, number seven is an electronic contracts and signatures. So this is like a DocuSign, a HelloSign, or we use Dubsado. Great for like, if you ever have contracts where you're just constantly rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, you gotta get one of these because you just upload it and then you can send them out and edit them as needed. Um, the next thing is a social media management tool. So this is like Hootsuite, Buffer, Sprout Social. And this is really going to help to streamline your social media, um, give you back your analytics and your data, monitor your engagements, um, what's performing well, um, and just save you time, right? Like this just is going to just save you so much time. And then the final one that I have for you, and this is great if you have people that are on your team anywhere in the world. Like my team is all over the world. So we, I track what they're doing through a time tracking app called Toggle. And also if you want to grab this, I have a link for this as well for you. And this helps to monitor and analyze like screen flow, productivity, their time management. So it essentially screen grabs like the work that they're doing. So you can see in real time how it's actually working, um, the time that they're working. So you know, unfortunately there's dishonest people in the world. And if they make up numbers and time that they've worked and you're paying them for that time, that is not ethical. So, um, toggle allows you to see and for your team to track the time that they're working, track it, and then you can pay them on that. So again, all of this is going to be in the download that I have for you in sandragland.com forward slash automate. It's going to be in the show notes. And you guys, I will tell you, if you implement just one of those, just one of those um, applications, it will completely change your life, streamline your business, your workflows, your systems. And you've got to have this. Like if you really, truly want to have more time and make the most out of the time that you have because you want to be with your littles, you want to be with your spouse, you want to go get a massage, get your nails done, get your hair done, whatever it is, you have to work smarter. There's just no way around it because how are you going to work eight hours a day and still show up and be that present mom or spouse or take care of yourself, right? Like you have to have these things in place. So go check that out. I really want to encourage you guys to share this with another woman who you know is a working mom who could use these tips, hacks, and strategies to implement into her business. I know that when you implement this, this will be a game changer for you. So my only ask is that you take this episode and you share with one other person. Sharing is caring. And the more that you share the wealth, the knowledge, it's going to come back tenfold. And not only that, you're going to help another working mom truly step into her power and her purpose, show up for her business, show up for her kids and all the things that are so important to her. And then finally, the last thing that I want to mention is I would love for you to subscribe to the Slayer Day podcast, like this episode. And as I mentioned, please share this because truly we get to have it all. And the only way that we get to do that is when we work smarter, when we have the tools, the strategies, the systems, the strategy, the support, the three pillars that I talk about all the time, because it's so important that you have this, that we have this, so we can implement and show up in all the areas that are important to us and slay our day.